Travel down a road and back again Your heart is true You're a pal and a confidant Good morning, good morning, everyone. Thank you for being my friend. I am Deb Creer, the socialite, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And with me today is Jackie Tulos. Welcome, Jackie. Thank you, Deb. Thank you so much for having me today. I really appreciate it. Well, as you can tell, just by the, the little bit that she said, Jackie is down here in the south with me. Um, we've got to love technology that we can be here in Atlanta and broadcasting worldwide um, on the World Wide Web. Um, so before we start, let me tell everyone a little bit about Jackie. So Jackie Tulos is a marketing strategist and business growth expert for small businesses throughout the United States and Canada. Jackie learned from the best and is now helping local businesses harness the power of the Internet to promote their products and services. Jackie is the author of the Facebook for Biz app. Ooh, I'm going to have to ask about that. And the Completion Game book. She regularly speaks to thousands of entrepreneurs and small business owners on stage, as well as via the internet, on the principles of online marketing and reputation marketing. Jackie is the founder of Targeted Local, which specializes in consulting with companies to create online marketing strategies that build five-star reputations as well as to help those companies leverage their reputation. So again, Jackie, welcome. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. How about you? You uh, enjoying this wonderful springtime weather we've been having? I am. I am. This is my second spring here. And so just I'm, I'm loving every minute of it, especially because I believe back in Denver, they're having snow flurries. So you'll probably yeah. love the fact that we can go out gardening. <laughs> Well, you know, I was just saying, only in the South can you get um, freezer burn and sunburn all in one week. Oh, I know. Actually, in Denver, that happens in one day. That's what's always entertaining there. <laughs> but, you know, Jackie and I met through Facebook, um, you know, when, and we actually had a mutual acquaintance introduce us. So, you know, that just goes to show you the power of social media. And we're going to be talking about social media, but... In particular, we're really going to talk about reputation. And so let's just kind of jump into this, Jackie, because you have a step-by-step -step strategy so businesses can build a five-star reputation. So let's just jump in and, and tell us how businesses can do this. Well, the first thing is they need to be aware. A lot of people aren't even aware of what's being said about them or either mm -hmm. own, taking ownership of it. Did you know, Deb, that Google actually went and made a, I guess, a whole business page for your business? And if you haven't gone in and checked to make sure that that information is correct and people could be sharing information, even an address or a wrong telephone number about your business. So the first right. thing you always want to do is go and make sure that you're aware of what's being said about you and also take ownership of that information. So that's mm -hmm. always the first step. So that's the so one now, of the first if, things we if start somebody with. did take that information and you know say they weren't even trying to do it maliciously or you know whatever but if they claimed ownership of say my business page on Google Plus or on on Google what does one do to fix that Well what you have to do is then you contact Google and you say this is not the right business owner 
you submit information, and then what Google's going to do is they're going to send a letter to verify that you're the true owner of that business, and then that way you'll be able to take it over and then change all the information so that now everything's correct. And most of the time what happens is um, I'm working with a dentist right now that they bought a practice from a previous dentist, and so what happened was is that previous dentist was using a different name, a, you know, different information, but the telephone number and the address was the same. So what we've had to do is we've had to go in and, and tell Google this is under new ownership, it's a new mm-hmm. business, even though it's still the same address and telephone number. Oh, okay. Well, and obviously Google wants to provide good, current, and accurate information, so I'm, I'm sure that they're, they're good with helping people. So would somebody just go into Google and type their company name to see what comes up? Is that how they discover this? Yeah. So what happens is you want to definitely go into your net. You want one way. There's two different ways you can look. You can actually put in your business telephone number, or you can put in your business name, or uh-huh. you can put in your business address. Um, at the okay. end of the show, if anybody would like to have this done for free. We do this as a, as a free service for people if they want to go to targetedlocal.com, and there's a report Fabulous. they can run for their company to get that information for them. Ooh, we'll make sure we give that information several times because I think that's very important. You know, so many businesses, you know, especially if they're a small company, they might assume, oh, you know, I'm too small for Google to have, have even paid any attention to me. And, you know, so they need to make sure that what is out there is accurate. Well, I have to tell you, in Google's eyes, no comp- if you have a telephone number and address on the Internet, Google doesn't think you're too small. And so cool. they will go it. and do these things for you. Now, if you are a person that's mostly on, on the Internet, e-commerce, and don't have a brick and molder business, it may not happen as much. But mm-hmm. on the flip side of that, Deb, What's really important is even if Google is not doing this, other people may be. Mm -hmm. So you definitely Mm -hmm. want to be Googling your name. So you want to do your Mm -hmm. name or your business name, and you want to see what's being said about you out there. So that's just as important. Well, and I frequently tell people to set up a Google alert, which is free. You know, we all love free on their name and and possibly even your business name because you, you don't know what's being said about you. And it, it, more importantly, there are certainly lots of people who have the same name. Um, I was trying to find a friend of mine on Facebook the other day, and her name was so common that I didn't even find her by the third page. So, right. so you need to know what, what's going on out there with have the same name. You know, you might be missing out on great business opportunities because when somebody Googled you, they found that, that the person with the same name is, say, an murderer or declared bankruptcy or exactly you know, exactly things like that yeah and yeah. another thing when we do strategies with the companies um this is something i know it's a little off from reputation but i think it's just as important when you build your business the first question i always ask a person is what is mm-hmm. your end game strategy and right. what i mean by this is are you planning on keeping this company forever and then mm-hmm. giving it to your children or are you planning mm-hmm. on building it big enough as a as an asset that you can turn around and sell in five to ten years from now? Mm-hmm. And the reason that this is such an important question, and I know most people when they're building their business, like, I just started. I have no idea. Because it's so important to plan that because the way, depending on the answer to that question, is how you're going to build that business. So if mm-hmm. you're planning on selling that business, then you definitely don't want to build up your business as a brand new. 
You want to build it up as a brand company. And then that way, whoever takes it over will look at any type of asset. And this can be not just physical real estate, but websites, mm-hmm. uh, email lists, anything out there that brings in cash value to a business that, that now you can sell as an actual asset to that company when you're ready to sell. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and sometimes that even just comes into play, you know, at the, the very start with how you name your business. Um, you know, if it's, you know, Bob Smith and Sons or, you know, Bob Smith, uh, you know, whatever it is, you know, if it, and Sons might not really want to take over the business when you're done. Um, so, you know, right. that, that's and I agree. And that's consider. exactly why I always ask that question. So it's really mm-hmm. funny. We do a lot of work with dentists. And a lot of dentists, mm-hmm. when they first go out there, they'll go get the website, drsmithdds.com. Mm-hmm. And right. what's so funny is is that what's going to happen when that dentist wants to sell that practice in 20, 30 mm-hmm. years from now, mm-hmm. all those things that they put out on the Internet is going to be worthless. Mm-hmm. So that's why yeah. it's always so important. Go ahead. And and Or if they move or take on a partner or, you know, all of those various things. Um you know, there's, there's definitely strategic reasons why you should name your business the way you name it. Right. And it's a funny story. When I first started my business, um, I actually, the name of my uh, company is actually Inter- um, Infinite Possibilities Marketing, LLC. And mm-hmm. what I found was is that nobody could spell it. <laughs> right. And so I had to rebrand it as Targeted Local because mm-hmm. what happened was is the keywords were richer. They were easier to get targeted. And it was something more in line with what the vision of my company was. But this was mm-hmm. something, you know, I started my business back in 2003. And, you know, over time, it was that thing. And so I also want to tell people, don't think that you can't rebrand your company. You just want to make right. sure you have a strategic plan behind it. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, you know, for example, I noticed on your website that you do discuss that former name. Um, and, and, you know, so that's a way for people to kind of connect the dots so to speak. You know, maybe they Google your old company name, your new website right. comes up because that's all in there. Yeah. Wait, that's exactly true. So so I know we've deviated a little bit from reputation, oh, and but I, want, I just think it's so important to have that mm-hmm. strategy in place even when you're looking mm-hmm. at your company and naming it. Right. So now we've got our company. We've got it named, you know, and, and, and we've claimed our presence on Google. Now what do we do? Well, now the next thing is, and this is where I'm so excited about meeting you, Deb, because a lot of people don't understand that when you're doing your marketing online and even your reputation, social is so integral involved in that. And so Mm -hmm. what I always tell people, what you're going to do when you're building your reputation is you have to have a tribe of followers. Mm -hmm. And so this is where social plays such a big part. That's why you want to make sure that you have done, you know, created the social properties properly with your name mm-hmm. or either your name or your brand name.com. Right. And then what you do is you go out there and start building that tribe because what's so mm-hmm. excited about this, and there's a great book out there. I'm sorry. I can't remember the, the author, but it's called Tribe. And what it's all about mm-hmm. is building that tribe of people that now can promote your business. Because mm-hmm. between having that good reputation and then also that presence online, then people will start talking about you and help bring that new business to you. So one mm-hmm. of the things that we talk about with clients is if you don't 
one, now that you know that you, what your reputation is and you're aware of it, it's so important to, to be in charge of it and be aware of it because now what will happen is, and I didn't know if you knew this, but 70% of people make a buying decision based on what other people are saying about your business. It's very powerful. So you want to be right. in control of the different reviews. So what we do is we help people come up with a strategy. If, one, they don't have anything being said about them online, we teach them how to get that information, how to process it and get it out there. And then, two, the second part is we take that information and now we start pre- you know, start sharing it on social, start sharing it mm-hmm. on other places so that people can take that good reputation and start sharing it for you. And this is where having that tribe of followers can be so integral and growing your business and making it more profitable. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, it's, it's always interesting when I'm talking with a business person and I say, you know, why don't you have testimonials or, you know, why aren't there, uh, you know, don't you have comments on your website, people saying, you know, how happy they were with your service, same thing with their Facebook page. And they say, well, because nobody gave them to me. And I say, did you ask? And they look at me like I just, you know, created something that was absolutely fabulous. And and it's funny because so many people are more than happy to help. But you do have to take that first step to ask them. That's exactly it. And what's really funny is, uh, you know, the federal government's really getting involved in this now because of all the lawsuits Hmm. with Yelp and a lot of of different citation sites that are going on. Mm-hmm. And so what we do is we now have to be very careful. So we teach our clients that when you get reviews from clients, you want to make sure that you're not paying them or getting them incentives. And then you oh, also okay. want to keep a physical copy of that review. So if it's mm-hmm. either a, a video of them doing it or if they've written it out, you want to make sure you have their name and their email or telephone number. And then that way if somebody tries to come back and claim that you've created these reviews and they're not right, then you can come back and say, nope, I've got it all right here. This is where the client actually read it out, you know, wrote it out. And so we teach people to protect themselves from these different things that are happening. And you're going to see, because this is so powerful now and it's so important that that's why the government has gotten involved. We actually had a lawyer up in um, New Jersey who had a negative thing said about his um, law practice. He was willing mm-hmm. to pay us almost $50,000 to be able to get rid of that review online because right. it was impacting mm-hmm. his business so much. And that's mm-hmm. why when we, another thing, when we do um, SEO or search and optimization or different things for our businesses, we always tell them, if your reputation is bad, we have to fix that before we can do anything. Because if we're leading people to your website or your landing page or, or whatever it is you're trying to sell, and the first thing that pops up is a negative review about you, we've wasted mm-hmm. your time and energy because right. you're just promoting that bad review about your business. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's so important to take care of those bad reviews. Um, you know, and, and I know it's difficult on sites like Yelp, but you know, there are other ways that you can respond. Um, I'm getting ready to, to uh, take a little trip with my family, so I was looking on TripAdvisor at hotels and to be honest, I immediately changed some of the, the thoughts that we were having because of negative reviews that were never responded to. Then when I saw, right. you know, somebody commented and said, you know, we had a problem when we were checking in, the breakfast was cold, you know, whatever people would say. When the hotel responded and, and responded with, 
we're very sorry this happened, we, but we appreciate that you took the time to tell us. To me, that, that was great. Um, you know, and, and whether it was true, whether it was not, you know, sometimes you, you give your comments on the wrong page, um, you know, so you're not even talking about the right place. And, you know, obviously things go wrong with businesses. But if somebody just takes a, a step to try to say, we're sorry, and here's what we're going to do to fix it, to me, that, that means the world. Yes, that is so powerful, and and this is a great story about Dell Computers. A lot of people don't realize that when Twitter first started, and I always tell this is prior to um, Oprah Winfrey, Twitter, (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. Dell Computers found that through Twitter, they were able to actually repair the reputation of their company by going in and starting responding to negative comments about their technology and their support Mm -hmm. system. And a lot of people don't realize that Dell Computers literally, you know, was going out of business until they discovered this ability to repair their reputation through Twitter. So, yes, you mm-hmm. are exactly right, Deb, in saying that, that that is so important to respond to that. And that's another reason why you always need to be monitoring and looking at what's being said about your company and your business mm-hmm. online. Well, and... You know, there's so many people that I talk to that say, well, you know, it must have been my competitor who posted that. Or, you know, I don't care who it is. You still have to deal with it. Um, and deal with them in a professional way. You know, don't point out, hey, you idiot, that, you know, you're not even talking about our restaurant or, you know, things like that. Just say, we're sorry. You know, that goes so far. Um, sometimes oh, you might have to you're take the discussion so right. offline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you know, so I, right. I saw one where, and, and this was actually, I believe, uh, this all took place on Facebook, where it was a, a restaurant, and people gave scathing reviews. I mean, you know, it, it was one of those where it, I'm not quite sure they could have ever made it better, just based on, on the things. But then when they responded, they used bad language. They called people idiots. You know, they, they all sorts of, and they, of course, you know, there, there was no way to fix that at that point. No, you totally, I mean, you, you might as well just go and start another company name and start over when you've mm-hmm. done stuff like that. Right. It's very hard to repair that damage. You're right. <laughs> well, and the interesting part was they, you know, somewhere along in there, they said, oh, dear, oh, dear, our account was hacked, which, you know, possible, might have been a former employee, who knows. But then it went back to scathing comments. So, you know, it was, it was just one of those things. And, and unfortunately, that's where I see people say, we're not going to have an online presence where people can make comments because, you know, bad things happen. To me, you know, you, they're, they're saying bad things. You know, I don't care if it was that my food was cold when I got it at a restaurant or, you know, the, the place was dirty or something. like. They're saying it anyway. So the point is to be there and get ahead of it and try to fix it. Well, and I always say that you can actually take a negative review and make them a champion. If you actually contact that person and find out what the problem Mm -hmm. is and fix it, they're going to go tell everybody that you fixed it. Right. Right. Cool. Well, we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk, you know, more about how to really build your five-star reputation. So I am Deb Creer talking with Jackie Tulos on Mile High Radio and also on Velocity Radio today. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. 
Hey everyone, have you heard about the no-no hair removal device that's sweeping the globe? If you want to go weeks without shaving and get smooth, professional quality results, here's our favorite host, Cheryl, for no-no hair removal. Thanks. Hey gals, I love talking about my no-no. It's this cute little hair removal system that you can take with you and use almost anywhere at home or on the road. No more expensive in-office treatments, painful waxing, and no more wasting your valuable time. Got unwanted facial hair? No-no has patented Thermacon technology that works on all hair and skin colors. So it's perfect for using on all body parts. And now you can take advantage of this incredible risk-free trial. Get the no-no, the facial kit, a travel case, and a $100 discount shopping card. And you don't risk a penny to try it. Try the incredible no-no hair completely risk-free. Call 1-800-953-8386. That's 800-953-8386. 800-953-8386. Limited time offer, 24-month commitment, and credit qualification required. Cancellation fee, auto pay, and paperless billing, and other restrictions apply. If you can't see the difference, why pay the difference? Switch to DISH for the best deal in entertainment. Only DISH brings you the best in entertainment for less than $20 a month. Cut the cable and don't get directed. Switch to DISH because at just $19.99, DISH saves you every time you turn on the TV. It's so simple. The same channels cost less with DISH. So since you can't see the difference don't pay the difference switch to dish for the best deal in entertainment get premium movie channels free for three months starting at just 19.99 dish saves you every time you turn on the tv call now to save with dish dial 1-800-943-9074 that's 1-800-943-9074 the same channels for less than 20 bucks a month dish call 1-800-943-9074 for details I am Deb Creer talking with Jackie Tulos about building a five-star reputation. And before we go any further, Jackie, tell people how they connect with you and find you online. Well, thank you. Pretty much, and this is a strategy that I've always told people, find one name and then use it through all the social platforms. So you can connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, everywhere at Jackie Tulos, and that's J-A-C-K-I-E. T-U-L-O-S, or you can go to my website, targetedlocal.com, and that's like targetedlocal.com, or they can send me an email at Jackie at targetedlocal.com, or call me directly. I do answer my phone at 404-530-9564. Perfect, perfect. And part of the reason we want people to go to your website is because you have a complimentary a review of their presence. Tell us again what that was. Yeah, so if you go to targetedlocal.com and you enter in your telephone number to get a free reputation report about what's being said about your company. And what this report's going to do is it's going to say some things. One, if there's not being anything, it'll tell you there's nothing out there. If there is being said, it's going to give you if you have a good reputation, a bad reputation, or no reputation, which is just important to know if you do or don't. 
So this free report is pretty instant. You'll get it as soon as you put your telephone number into the opt-in box, and then you will get it right over to you. Perfect, perfect. And we'll talk about that again at the end of the program to make sure that people get that information. So we've right. been talking about how to build a five-star reputation. So, so now we're – actually, let me take a step back. Why is it important to even have a reputation? Well, that's a great question, and that's because people, as I said, all the studies are showing now, you see, like you were talking about TripAdvisor, how important mm -hmm. was you making a buying decision when you went to start looking for hotels and venues and places that you wanted to go and spend your dollars? So people, oh, 70 very important. of people, yeah, 70% of people are basing where they're going to spend their money on reviews and things that other people are saying about a business or a product. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and like we've said, people are saying something anyway. You just want to be there and, and have that presence where if there was something negative said, you can fix it. But more importantly, one of the things you mentioned was building your tribe, which is your supporters who will help promote your business, your service, your products, whatever it is. Because, you know, I can say, hey, I have this great product or service and blah, 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 blah. And people go, yeah, right, whatever. But if other people say, hey, Deb has this great LinkedIn program that she does training for, you know, then it goes so much further than when we say it ourselves. Well, and that's so powerful. You know, it's funny you said that about LinkedIn. I've actually gotten some pretty high-profile clients from LinkedIn, from building a positive reputation on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, these things are being said about you on Google aren't, are just not on Google. They're actually on social media. Now with your Facebook page, you can actually put, people can put five-star reviews about you on mm -hmm. Facebook. And that mm -hmm. is so powerful. One of the things that we're doing now for our clients, we're actually taking reviews and turning them into a picture and posting them on Instagram and Pinterest. Ooh. Now, how powerful is that? I love it. Yeah. Now, and so what will happen is now to... by using the tribe, they can actually share those pictures mm -hmm. of a positive review about your business out there to their tribe of followers. Ooh. Right. You know, and, and, and they're going to love that because, you know, we all love it when we see our own name. You know, and, and so, you know, I would be more than happy if, you know, if, if there was a, a, a picture that featured a quote of mine to, you know, send it to other people and say, whoa, hey, look what they did, um, which I think is, is how this whole word of mouth on steroids really gets right, going. Right. And that's what I say social media is, is, you know, it's word of mouth on steroids. You know, You're exactly right. Mm -hmm. And um, so to get back a little bit more into strategy, one of the things mm -hmm. that we do is we go and first the most important thing is you have to not only you be involved in your reputation for your company, but your team members. So let's, for mm -hmm. example, let's say you have you have a brick and mortar business, and one of the things that we do is we want those team members to actively and be involved in helping you build that reputation for you. So what we mm -hmm. do is we actually run contests between the team members, and what we do is we say, hey, within a six-week period, whoever gets the most people to fill out a postcard or fill out a slip or a survey about our business and give us a review – they're going to get a $100 Visa gift card. Wow. Now, isn't that powerful when you get your mm -hmm. team members involved? Because I tell you, Deb, mm -hmm. money talks. <laughs> well, and, 
You know, I've, I've talked to businesses and I've said, you know, you need to get your employees involved. You know, you need to have them like your page and comment on it on Facebook. You know, connect exactly. with you on LinkedIn, all of those things. And their little eyes cross and they say, oh, I don't want my employees doing that. You know, and, and then I look at them and say, okay, if you don't want your employees doing that, you have a totally different problem. You know, if your employees yep. aren't going to say good things about your business, that's really serious. Yep. And, you know, I was that $100 you spend on that contest, is oh. that money will come back in tenfold. It is unbelievable definitely, the best definitely. investment you can ever make in your business. Right. You know, and, and there's so many easy ways to do things like that. And, you know, and obviously it depends on what your business is. Um, you know, you might give somebody an extra day off or, you know, who knows what it is. But, but you do need to get your employees involved because they should be your best ambassadors. Um, you exactly, know, it's, it's great exactly. when you have happy customers and happy clients, but if your employees aren't, you know, raving about you also, then you really do have a, a different problem. Um, and Well, and then, of course, and I'm sure you being a social media expert, you tell your clients you definitely want to have a social media policy in place oh, definitely. in a mm-hmm. business. And then that's where you can, when you bring a, a team member on and hire them, that's definitely one of the first things you want to go over with them is about that mm-hmm. social media policy and things that are not oh. to be said or to be said about mm-hmm. a company. Right. Yeah. You know, because somebody might, you know, be posting on their Facebook page, on their personal page, something that conceivably could make the business look bad, you know, if, if people exactly. connect the dots, you know, and, and, and so you do have to have a policy in place to, to deal with that, um, you know, and, and, and it, you do need to have a policy in place to talk about how much they access sites. You know, there are companies, obviously, that, that limit access for a variety of reasons, um, you know, not the least of which are, are some legal reasons. But, you know, I, I was talking with a restaurant owner one time, and, and I'm uh, trying to convince him that he needed to use Twitter. And he said, I don't know how to do that. And I said, well, you know, you have employees who are much younger than you, and they could probably do it. And he said, I don't want them spending time on that. And I said, okay, first of all, they're probably already doing that. Exactly. <laughs> they're spending time on Twitter. <laughs> and I said, why not direct it to, they do a quick tweet that talks about, hey, you know, come in this evening between 6 and 8 and receive a complimentary appetizer if you mention this post, as opposed to just messing around on, on Twitter. Because, you know, we all have smartphones. So we're using those sites anyway why not get your employees channeled into helping the business? Yeah, I'm a big believer. Embrace technology instead of fighting mm-hmm. the technology. You'll right. get much further. And that's not to say that, you know, every employee is an administrator on your Facebook page or, you know, things like that, because you do have to control the message that goes out there to make sure that it matches your other marketing um, you know, again, we want to make sure that it's protecting the business's reputation. But you know, maybe you give them key points to talk about. Um, you know, you want to you want to make sure that they all mention, hey, we've got a great sale going on today, or you know, some things like that. So it's pretty simple to to get all of your employees on board with this, with just a, a little bit of planning. Right, and so that's one of the biggest things we do. Is the first thing is you want to make sure you get your team involved. Now, going back to some of the legal ramifications that we were talking about earlier, there is ways where you can give something in return for a review, but you don't do it that way. What you do is we set up surveys, 
And what you do is you can say, okay, we'll give you a $5 off gift, uh, gift, uh, gift card or, or coupon at your next, come, next time you come in to us if you fill out mm. the survey. Mm-hmm. And then what happens at the end of the survey, it says, please tell us about your visit and how it was. And so this is the way we're getting around, you know, paying people for reviews is by doing mm-hmm. surveys. And we've had some really good success with that. The other part of that is if you ask the right kind of questions in your survey, you're actually going to get some great data to actually improve Mm -hmm. your business. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, and part of the reason you don't want to pay for a review is, you know, nobody's going to give a review that's critical if they're being paid or, you know, they they shouldn't. And so the, the assumption is a paid review is going to be this glowing, positive review you do want people to be honest, you know, and, and sometimes that comes with, you know, some things that might need fixing. Right. So the next part of the strategy, I always tell people, okay, you've got these reviews system in place, but what a lot of people don't understand because there's so many different places where people can do reviews, this is mm-hmm. where you want to be in control of where you direct people to do those reviews or surveys. So one of the big things that we do is we actually create a portal where you send people to fill out those reviews. So Great. what happens is is Mr. Jones just went to Dr. Smith's office, and mm-hmm. he had a fill-in done that day, and he heard a little bit. And so he wasn't feeling too good about that service today. So, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't always know this. When you say to somebody, how was it today, please go tell us. Well, he's going to say, you know what, I didn't have such a great experience, so I'm going to go online and tell them because I think they need to know that I didn't have a good experience. So the way we have the portal set up is that when they go there and they give anything less than three stars, that Mm -hmm. review is going to pop up. We have a video that responds saying, hey, we're sorry that you did not have a good, good visit with us today, and we want to let you know we're aware of it, and we're going to be contacting you to see what we can do to make it better. And what's going to happen is is now that review goes directly to the dentist or the team member Mm -hmm. who's in charge of it, and they're going to respond accordingly. Mm -hmm. Now, that review has not been sent to Yelp. It's not been sent to Google. It's not been sent to, uh, you know, all these other places that people could now take and share. How powerful is that, Deb? Perfect. You know, and and I I did something the other day where they asked me, you know, by email afterwards, you know, please rate us, blah, blah, blah. And it said, if you give us other than a 9 or a 10, we we will contact you to find out how we can improve our service. So they had a pretty wide range. And, and it's funny because, you know, I'm not sure I'd ever give anybody a 10. You know, I don't think that there's any service that is absolutely perfect. Um, right. And so that was why I kind of like that they had that wide range. I don't like it when I hand out, you know, a, a survey after I've given a presentation and, and I get all five, you know, if, if I'm doing a one to five. Because to me, that doesn't help me grow and, and help me right. make changes. You know, I, now, I'd be very unhappy if I got ones and twos. But if somebody gave me a three or a four and then some great suggestions, I love that far more than getting the perfect review. You know, it's funny you say that. Uh, and I'm sure you've been in Toastmasters, Deb, because you are such a great speaker. And it's such Actually, a pleasure I'm to not. Speak. I don't. I, I haven't been to Toastmasters, but I always refer people to it because I know what a fabulous program it is. Well, it's so funny that you say that. I joined Toastmasters almost two years ago, 
And I have to tell people, people think it's about how to become a speaker. And the only reason I bring this up is because one thing I love about Toastmasters is that you can go and do your presentation or speak, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. built in that they have to give you some type of negative response after your speech. And I know everybody's mm-hmm. going to say, oh, that sounds horrible, that sounds painful. But you know what? I have improved my business and my speaking abilities from having that negative response so that I know things mm-hmm. I can improve on when I'm actually speaking in front of a group of people that I want to promote my products and services. So, yes, right. hearing negative feedback is just as important as hearing positive feedback. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, it's, it, I know that businesses and, and business people shy away from that because we don't want to hear this needed, you know, this was bad and, and this needed change. But again, how are you going to improve if people can't say that? Um, and it is all about, you know, maybe you've got, say, a three-star reputation. You really do want a five-star reputation, especially if you're being compared with people who have three and four. You want to be, you know, that outstanding one. I agree. Now, one of the reasons why we always are promoting the five stars because that's what, you know, Google is kind of like the standard. Mm-hmm. And so they always do everything based on a five-star. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you get, we're talking about the other company doing a 10-star, that's why I was a little surprised they were using that type of language because really everybody talks about a five-star uh, reputation mm-hmm. system. So that's interesting that you brought that up. Yeah, and to me it was just too big a scale, but I think what they were looking for was pretty finite data. Um, you know, and, and and their questions were really pretty specific where you could, you know, think, okay, is this an eight? Is this a nine? Whereas, you know, if it was just a one to five scale, you might have just gone, okay, five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. So with these different strategies that we've been talking to, now that you have this reputation, um, you've got this five-star reviews, now what we want to do is we want to start taking this and we want to use it in our marketing strategy. And that's why when people talk about reputation management, I always tell people, I'm not in the reputation management business. I'm in the reputation marketing business. Now, management is a part of it, but it's only one of the small pieces. And that's why Mm -hmm. I always like to define the two differences between the two. Because once you have a five-star reputation, now what you want to do is you want to start promoting it. And that's why Mm -hmm putting people in the right funnel to send that. So what we do is now when somebody comes with a three-star reputation into our funnel, we say, hey, you know, Mr. Jones, we would love to be able to share this. And so now we give them the option to now share it on Yelp or now share it Mm -hmm. on Google or share it on other different places so that now we can move it from our own portal to these other citation sites online. And this is how you can start sharing it in other places. Great. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, let's really talk about how you then get that that information out there. You know, we've kind of touched on it a little bit, but I really want to talk about how you can do that and how maybe a non-traditional business who doesn't even think about things like that is going to to benefit from getting this information out there. So I'm Deb Creer talking with Jackie Tulos, and we will be back in just a moment. Thank you for being a friend Travel down a road and back again Your heart is true You're a pal and a confidant 
Have you ever wondered how you could make a difference in someone's life? What if you could help hundreds or even thousands of children? Students in the U.S. rank 32nd in world math skills. It's time for our children to catch up. Become an owner of one of the world's fastest-growing franchises, Mathnasium. Mathnasium is the leading math-only learning center in the U.S. Imagine helping hundreds, even thousands of students in your community improve in school and raise their self-esteem. Call us at 800-783-0798. That's 800-783-0798. 150 million people suffer from headaches. All you want is for the pounding in your head to stop. Migralex stops the pounding. Migralex was developed by a neurologist and founder of the New York Headache Center. I'm neurologist Dr. Alex Malskop. After studying and researching the human brain for 25 years, I've developed Migralex, which eliminates pounding headaches. It works for my patients, and I'm so convinced it will work for you. I don't just guarantee it. I put my name on it. Dr. Malskop's Migralex gets rid of headaches fast without harsh caffeine, sodium, or preservatives. Migralex works unbelievably fast and... And it's gentle on my stomach. Find out how to get your free bottle of Migralex. Call 800-547-6279. Plus, if you're one of the first 100 callers, you'll also receive the Migralex Quick Tips to Headache Relief absolutely free. That's 800-547-6279. Or go to MigralexRelief.com. M-I-G-R-A-L-E-X Relief.com. Or call 800-547-6279. Hey all, it's Sean from Velocity Radio. I wanted to introduce you to the Denver Message Board, Colorado's number one dedicated forum to discuss politics, entertainment, news, events, and more. Join Colorado's online community today by signing up for free at the denvermessageboard.com. Again, that's denvermessageboard.com. Deb Creer talking with Jackie Tulos of Targeted Local. And at the end of the program, we'll give uh, Jackie an opportunity to again tell people how to connect with her. But what we're talking about now is, okay, we've got this great reputation, these great comments. Now what the heck do we do with them? So Jackie, walk us through this process. Well, great. Like I said, now that you have created a funnel where you have sent all these reviews, Now, within this funnel, you want to be able to start sharing them on the other citation sites. What we have done is we go into, a, let's say, for example, a doctor's office, and we have tablets. And what we do is we have the staff go out, and they have, if somebody's checking out or if somebody's waiting in a chair, then we say, hey, we have a quick survey. We'd love for you you to fill out for us. They fill out the survey, and now with the tablet, we have technology built in so that now they can actually sign in to their Google Plus account and share that review on Google. And a lot of people are, you know, technology-wise, they've been a little nervous about doing that because Google was kind of like penalizing people if the reviews all came from the same ISP address. I know I'm talking a little geek right here. But what we did is we created an app for the um, Android tablets that now changes that ISP address every time somebody logs into their Google account. right. Because what it's doing is, if they all came from the same address, it looks like that's rigged. Exactly. 
So now we're going in and changing my ISP address through this app, and so it looks like it's naturally reoccurring from a real person. Cool. Nice. So we now so they've now, done this. How, how do you get these results onto Yelp? I thought somebody had to go in there and enter them themselves. How is it that, that it, it's able to transfer? Well, that's an actually a great question. With Yelp, what we've done is we've partnered, and I don't know if a lot of people understand about Yelp. Yelp is, I'm trying to say this in a positive, nice way. <laughs> They're a little beastie in the closet. Was that a nice way to say that? (laughs) And so what we've had to do is Yelp has a certain system that if you're a certain level of a reviewer on Yelp, Mm -hmm. then they will take any review you do and trust it wholeheartedly. Ah. So what we've done is we've partnered with people who have that type of status on Yelp Mm-hmm. And what they do is they turn around and post these reviews for us. Oh, okay. And this is a little bit of black hat in the white hat world. But with mm-hmm. Yelp, that's a little bit of what we have to do with Yelp. Whereas mm-hmm. with the other sites, we don't have to do that at all. Um, Yelp okay. is really bad about, and let's say that you go to Yelp for the first time and you put a positive review about somebody. Unless you've mm-hmm. posted numerous times or got it or gotten that status of being a reputable reviewer, they won't even show your review. We had a mm-hmm. client that we went in and had did a massive thing where we had a hundred people post on Yelp positive reviews, and these were people who were actually going into their own accounts. We weren't playing with the ISP. We weren't doing any of this stuff. And do you know that they Yelp did not even show, but maybe ten of those. Wow. Well, and, and I that's think that's important for people to know when they're looking at Yelp um, that, you know, not everything that gets submitted is, is even appearing. I agree. And a lot of people are actually suing Yelp on a lot of this right now. And so I really believe in the next year or two, Yelp is going to have to change their policies because mm-hmm. people are, are getting very upset. It's actually like they're gaming the system. Or um, a lot of people don't realize this, but if you actually have a paid Yelp account, they won't do this mm-hmm. to you. And that's really ah. not fair. No, no. Well, you know, I always encourage people to tell people, you know, maybe on their invoice, maybe on their, you know, their receipts, their whatever it is that somebody gets, to tell them, hey, please go to our Facebook page and then give them that information, you know, what, what is the page name. To tell people what you thought about the, the product or service you received today. Um, you know, we talked about that at the start is, you know, if you, if you ask people to do it, they're more than happy to do it. But we can't assume that they'll figure it out on their own. Exactly. And that's why we did the tablets, because what we found is when we would ask people to go later, and mm-hmm. that's the whole thing with Google is you have now that they've added it to the Google Plus, see, mm-hmm. before somebody could just go to your Google page and they could just leave a review without actually logging in. They could do it anonymously. Well, mm-hmm. Google didn't want that anymore because, you know, as Google is, they're totally into content and giving a right. great experience for their users. So they wanted to show these people have re- they're real people leaving these comments. So now they're mm-hmm. making people log in to a Gmail account to be able mm-hmm. to leave that review. So these are all right. these different steps you have to do now. So by you taking control and giving them a portal now, 
it makes it much easier for them to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, and <clears throat> by having them do it right then, they remember to do it right then. Um, you I know, agree. If I you, agree. You know, say that the dentist, you know, you, you go to the dentist and then you go to the grocery store and then you go here and you go here. And, and by the end of the day, you totally forgot that you were going to, to do uh, a, a review. Right. So for low technology companies who you can't, who don't have the tablets or have the technology to be able to do this, there is a low-tech way that you can do this. What we recommend is to have, like, a, a, a postcard size and that when mm-hmm. somebody's checking out or waiting, have them fill it out. Then have a team member go to your website and now post these reviews on your website. And if you mm-hmm. have it correctly citation set with your Google page, they'll start pulling these up eventually. So that is a low-tech way that you can do it yourself to get these reviews out there on the web. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and, you know, it's probably good to have a combination of these things. Um, now, am I correct in assuming that you do need to have a little statement that says something along the lines of, you know, by completing this information, we may use it in our marketing materials or, you know, whatever, yeah. so that, you know, they, they realize, oh, you know, my name's going to be out there. Maybe I don't want that to happen today. Yes, yeah, so I'm really glad you brought that up, Deb. That, you know, there's so many, you know, when you have a business, there's all these little different things. It's just like we actually do video reviews for our clients. Oh, I love those. So when mm-hmm. we do video reviews, we always make them sign a waiver to let them know we will mm-hmm. be sharing that on social media and on our website. So that's always a good idea. And if you just want to do a picture, like if you want somebody to say, hey, Mrs. Jones, we want to just take your picture and put your review with it, Again, you still need to get a waiver to have permission mm-hmm. to be able to do that with their picture. Mm-hmm. Well, and obviously, if there's children involved, it takes it takes you know different levels. But you know, I've I've loved it when I've seen reviews online of say a restaurant, and their boss didn't know that they were out there you know at that lunch or, or whatever. So it's it's always a good idea to make sure that people know how that information is going to be used. Right. Right. So now we've gotten, now the next step is all these different places, and you want to have a continuous strategy. So now you're Mm -hmm. actively getting reviews, positive reviews about yourself every day. So what you can do is now you want to be sharing these on social media. Like I said, you can now take these reviews and put them on a picture, and all you literally do is go get a picture and then type, you know, take the words and put them on top of it. Now, especially mm-hmm. with Pinterest and other places like that, you want to make sure that, you know, the way this really works with your marketing and building your reputation is that you want to have a link back to wherever you want those people to go. So, for example, mm-hmm. if they're on Pinterest and they see it, you want to have a link back to maybe their page or the review pages on their website where they right. can see other reviews. Or if you want mm-hmm. to send them to a special offer. So you want to make sure you have a funnel in place so... You've created all this great digital assets. Now you want to create this funnel that drives people back to either your website or your promotion or whatever special mm-hmm. it is. So now that market that you created, this reputation, can now convert into dollars and in sales. Right. Now, you know, when, when you're using those, do you suggest also having some negative reviews? You know, because nobody is, is Pollyanna perfect. Now, obviously, you don't want to have something that's that's just horrible, but do you include some of the negative ones, especially if you can show, hey, we fixed this? 
Yeah, I mean, you definitely, if you've actually gone and changed a person and made them into now a follower, I would definitely recommend, like I said, you can go back to the whole strategy of what Dell Computers did on Twitter. And, you know, mm-hmm. the same thing, they always had some negative things, and then what they would do is respond. So, yeah, it's definitely not a bad idea. What we're trying to do is there's going to be times when people are, you're not going to be in control of places where people are going to put negative things. So the whole reason why we have the whole funnel for the reputation is so we can at least minimize as much damage and control it as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, we get reviews in, in tons of places. You know, maybe somebody sends an email and says, hey, you know, this was, you know, I had a great time working with you. Or, you know, obviously one of my favorites is uh, getting recommendations on LinkedIn. Um, and when I ask somebody for a recommendation on LinkedIn, I always tell them, I'm pretty specific, you know, please, you know, hey, Jackie, you know, it was great talking to you today on Mile High Radio. Would you mind giving me a recommendation? Because then, of course, I just reminded you what, you know, what I was calling or what I was asking for. Um, And then I also say in there, I will use this on LinkedIn and in my marketing materials, Um, you know, and and so that way I've kind of explained it for people. Then they have the choice, you know, they can say yes or no and and completely ignore it or, you know, hopefully give me a five-star review. Right, and just another little tidbit, it's not a bad thing to give people some ideas of what they can say, too, mm-hmm. because anytime right. you give people that information, they're more likely to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, and even if you're asking them immediately, you know, we, we sometimes draw blanks, um, but, you know, so that's why giving them, you know, some, uh, some tips about what they might want to uh, say is great, you know, but especially if you're going back in time, you know, for example, you know, asking for a LinkedIn recommendation and saying, hey, we worked together four years ago. Well, if all you say is, we worked together four years ago, would you give me a recommendation? You're going to get, Deb was a great employee and always turned her work in on time because they don't remember (laughs) me, you know, as sad as that is. But if you say, hey, we worked together on X project, these were the results. You know, then they're going to hopefully remember a little bit more and give you a recommendation that's that's good because you know when we see a recommendation, say for a restaurant, and it says good food, whoop de doo. Right. <laughs> you know, but if it says um, you know we went to a, a local place here yesterday uh, for for dinner called Marlowe's Tavern. In my review, if I say, hey, we had the crab uh, nachos and they were absolutely fabulous, get them every time. That is so much better than good food. And, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. And this is where training the staff, because they can actually direct the person when they're saying, hey, I'd like to get a, you know, answer the survey or I want to get mm-hmm. a review from you. Mm-hmm. They can actually direct them and say, hey, Dr. Jones saw you today with that feeling, you know, that you were having a lot of pain. We're able to, have to fix it and get you out of pain. Mm-hmm. So by you saying and, re, you know, saying, Dr. Jones, you had pain, mm-hmm. you're actually giving them some ideas of positive things that they can say in their review mm-hmm. to actually, that way it's more successful review, gives out right. better information, and like you just said, I love the thing about it wasn't just good food. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and it, it is all about really making sure that you're managing your reputation online and, you know, how to, to do all of those steps. So, We've got just about a minute left, Jackie. So tell us one last time how people can get that review from you. Great. Well, thank you for asking again. 
they can go to targetedlocal.com, and that's like targetedlocal.com, and they'll see a opt-in box where they can go in and click on it. It'll take them to a site where they can then put in their telephone number, and then it'll immediately give them a report about their reputation online. And then from that, they can decide on the strategy to move forward of how to market that business and grow your business. Great. Well, and I'm always telling people, you know, to connect on social media. So how do people connect with you on social media? Well, great. You can connect with me through any social media platform with Jackie Tulos, and that's J-A-C-K-I-E-T-U-L-O-S. So just type that into Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, or any of those different places, and I will pop up. That's one advantage to having a weird last name. (laughs) <laughs> I know, I know. You know, and, and people can easily find me if they're not already connected at debcreer.com, D-E-B-K-R-I-E-R.com. Jackie, we are ready to wrap up. Thank you so much, and everyone have a great day. Thank you so much, Deb, for having me on today. I appreciate it. I'm not ashamed to say it always will stay this way my hat is off won't you stand up and take a bow this podcast is a part of the c-suite radio network for more top business podcasts visit c-suiteradio.com